Ladies and gentlemen, what is grief if not beloved persevering? For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Ah, I, re- I know that quote. <laughs> and I remember when Marvel was kicking goals. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yep. Those days seem to be dwindling. Anyway, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm Solidarity Forever. Solidarity <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Up you, Bob Iger. I'm a Michael oh. Lister. Oof. Oh. Oof. Oh. Coming in hot, coming in heavy coming in tonight. I love it. Yes. Uh, you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. <laughs> yes, experiencing it through the medium of the interwebs, including Facebook, Twitter, maybe, or Threads. Threads is best. <laughs> <laughs> and, of, and of course, Twitch and YouTube. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. Huzzah. Yes, yes, yes. Catch us on all of those. Right now. Ah, yes, it's great to be here. It's good to be here. As you will obviously notice, however, Fulia is not present on this episode. Um, she's not feeling up to it. Um, so not we feeling were... 100%. Yes, not... Yes. And as, we, and as we're a company of, uh, of many people, we, we give out sick leave. We do. We're very generous in that way. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> Basic human rights. No, no, she's, yeah, she'll be okay. She's fine. Um, just, you know, needs, needs to rest, I think. So uh, we hope you feel better, Fulia. Um, and we miss you, as usual. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure she'll be lurking in the comments, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, but... Regardless, we'll press on. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about this week, so let's get into it. Michael. <clears throat> yes. Yes. What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I've actually started watching a TV show that is not uh, is not in Australia at the moment, so I have my own special means. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my Adventures uh, with Superman. Have you heard about this? Do you know mm. this? Have you heard about this? It's, it's a, ringing a bell. Yeah, it's an, a new animated um, uh, adaptation of uh, Superman uh, mm-hmm. with Jack Quaid as Superman. So, oh. yeah, it's weird. Uh, you, you can watch it on the Max, <laughs> the Max uh. app. Uh, so, uh, Formally I, HBO Max. Yeah, I was assuming it was probably going to be on Binge, but it's not on Binge at the moment. So... Yeah. I, uh, if you've got a VPN, uh, you can watch it on YouTube on the Adult Swim uh, version. 
So if you just change it over to America, you can watch the first episode. But there's two episodes Err. out, and the third one's out as well, but I haven't seen that one. And, okay. yeah, it just uh, starts with the origin story of Superman, and it's very delightful. It's, it's actually pretty yeah. good. It's uh, definitely... It's definitely like getting rid of the shackles of uh, Schneider, um, Superman, and mm-hmm. is actually uh, dealing with uh, Superman like what he's meant to be. He's supposed to be relatable, but he's also supposed to be a hopeful um, uh, Superman. So it's 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 really good. I would highly recommend it when it, when it comes to Australia, or you know, okay. various means that you have. You got internet, use it. And yeah. yeah, so that has been cool. Uh, and adult watching nice. kids' TV. Uh, but I'm a father, so it, that's been good. Um, something else uh, has popped up, uh, is of course, and this is probably going to be my, my biggest thing, is what we do in the shadows is back. Yay. And the f- first two episodes are out. And mm-hmm. I've watched them, and mm-hmm. I lolled. <laughs> I lolled, I ruffled, I I did it all, and it's a uh, it's a good um, uh, good TV show coming back and mm. and full form and everything, and mm-hmm. also Kirsten Siegel is now a regular. She's got her own spot in the, yes. in the intro. Yes, yes, she does. I think oh, cool. She's. I like her character, so I get more female vamps, you know, female vampiric representation is always needed. Yes, yes, Yes. please. Yes, as well as as well as doll as well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, we'll probably talk about more of it because I assume you've seen it as well, uh, Kendall. Yes, yes, Yes. I watched it. I watched it, of course. So the so the big. Big thing they're tackling this uh, this uh, season is Gilmore has now turned mm. to a vampire, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and how that uh, uh, affects the dynamic of um, the vampire and their familiar. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of interesting stuff will come. I bet uh, a lot of funny stuff comes in. Yeah, yeah. Chaos will ensue, and it will mm, be hysterical. I love it. I love it a lot, and <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone's coming back. I love it. Um, yeah. So that's about, that's basically what I've been watching. I've been, of course, uh, uh, rewatching, uh, going through uh, Always Funny in Philadelphia, and also listening to the the accompanying uh, uh, podcast as well. So that's been pretty good. A lot of screwed up stuff. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, opposite ends of the spectrum of something wholesome <laughs> as Superman and something as fucked up as as um, filming people while having uh, sex without permission. Fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, the gang is uh, a bit problematic, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit? Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. I mean, I wouldn't do it personally myself. You know. No. No bad the chance. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that's been basically my watching week. What about you, Kendall? Yes. Well, I, I will just kind of 
piggyback off you and and talk about what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, great to have this show back um, for its fifth season. Um, yeah, starting starting off wonderfully. I I just adore the concept of even though Guillermo's finally been turned, none of it is going according to plan. None of it is going the way that he wants it to. Um, it's so awkward and adorable and fantastic. And I just, I love him so much. He's just, he's the best. Um, yeah. So that's, that's been really good. It's, it's funny. I really love, I love Kristen Schaal. I think she's fantastic. Um, but for, I, I've never liked the guide as a character. I've never liked her. She's, she irritates me. <laughs> so, and I don't know, that's probably the point. Of I her, think that's really. the reason. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's worth She just wants so a friend. I know. I did. I did really <laughs> like the fact that there was this whole thing of like, you know, she wants to be Naja's friend. And, and then at the same time, Naja's like, okay, I, I, now I know what I need to do in life to lift this curse. I have to be a good person and considerate of others and blah, blah, blah. And she keeps shunning out the guide. Like she's not <laughs> even there. It's, it, that was very funny. I, I liked that uh, quite a bit. Um, I also like the idea of Colin Robinson working as a waiter. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's hysterical. <laughs> um, and then of course, Laszlo talking about being the king of bottoms. I mean, ew. <laughs> um, we, we love to see it. We love to see it. Um, and just anything Nandor does, I just adore completely. So yeah, it's just great to be back in the world, um, of that show and these characters. They're just, they're just endlessly entertaining. Um, so I'm really excited for where it's going to go. Um, yeah. the well is not, is not drying. It's, it's still full. I love it. It's yeah. Yeah. It's great. They're not running out of steam at all. It's awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, two other things I will mention. Uh, I continued the, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. rewatch and I've just finished season two now. So, uh, that's been really cool. It ends on a big cliffhanger the second season. So, um, that was kind of gut wrenching to relive that. And I, oh, thanks show, rip my heart out and <laughs> stomp on it. Um, <laughs> we love when that happens. Um, yes. But, uh, but yeah, so that's been absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, and then the other thing uh, that I'll mention uh, is that I've seen two more episodes of Black Mirror, the current season. Um, uh, the, second, the second episode was good. It was entertaining. It was an interesting premise, but it was not entirely an original take on, on the kind of story it was. Like it's a story about um, sort of like a true crime thing. Um, you know, these, the, the two main characters in it, they're in film school and they, they return home to, um, one, you know, one of their hometowns and, um, and it turns out this big murder killing spree thing happened and they decide to make a documentary about it. Um, and then there's another twist on top of that as well. Um, so many twists, like, oh no, so many twists, a twist within a twist, um, but which I, I enjoyed watching it. It was good and it was it was very well executed. I was just like, oh, I've, I mean, it's I kind of hmm. had a feeling that something fucked up like that was going to happen. Um, and then the same with the episode I watched today, which was um, the episode starring uh, Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett, 
they play two astronauts um, in a like an alternate universe late 60s where you know hum- some somehow human technology is even more advanced and um, not only are they in space they're living in a space station uh, and have the ability to send their consciousness uh, into what they call replicas of their own bodies so they can live both on earth and still do their job you know hundreds of thousands of miles up in space um so i thought that was a really cool premise but the only issue i had with the episode is that i I, it was very easy to see where it was all going like Mm. i there were no surprises i i saw everything before it was before it happened and 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 that's that's fine i don't know if that's just because i watch so much or i write so much that i'm just i can see tropes but yeah you can pinpoint yeah it's like you can tell which one's the real one that one doesn't yeah. have a belly button. <laughs> <laughs> um, but needless to say, that it was you know that didn't ruin me ex- uh, ruin the experience. It was a very interesting and well executed concept, and the performances were amazing. Like Aaron Paul, especially, it was just he because he was the one that had to pull double duty and play himself and play Josh Hartnett's character at one point. So um, science, so he did bitch. A, science, bitch, literally. <laughs> Yeah, he did a fantastic job. So, um, yeah, so I am enjoying, I am enjoying Black Mirror um, season six so far. But it's sorry to say that it's starting to become a bit more um, lifelike now mm-hmm. with, being, with certain things that are that are unfolding this week as well. So, uh, yeah. funny enough, I've uh, mm-hmm. uh, my uh, Netflix ran out and I haven't renewed it. Yeah. So I haven't haven't started I haven't finished watching Black Mirror either, but yeah. I might not get it for a while. Yeah, I don't blame you. My own little <clears throat> my own little strike. Your own happening. little strike. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. That's good yeah. for you. Speaking of which, shall mm. we get in? Or shall we get into the the week that was in the nerdy news? This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right. And Fulia is in the stream as well, sorry. Hey, Fulia. Yay, hello. Hello. Hello, welcome. Um, okay. So, nerdy news. We have some very hot topics to discuss. Starting with, of course, for the first time since 1960, SAG-AFTRA has gone on strike. In case you're living under a rock this week um, and didn't know, uh, the actors are striking. Um, Joining the Writers Guild of America uh, in their ongoing strike that is now entering its third month. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I it was just incredible scenes the last few days watching the the, the actors, you know, stop, drop, and strike, um, you know, and and get up and get involved, and seeing my Instagram feed flooded um, with with you know picket lines and um, familiar faces that I admire um, standing up for their rights and what they believe in and and, and all of that, and it's just. Excellent. And especially because, you know, I mean, 
because it's me, I already knew this, but a lot of people didn't actually realize that Fran Drescher was the uh, president of SAG. Um, mm. So, uh, so people found that out this week when they, uh, you know, saw images of her speaking or watched the the speech that she gave. I've seen snippets of it. I haven't seen the whole thing, but she got so impassioned and so angry and and fired up, and it was just, oh. It lit a fire underneath me um, hmm. watch, watching it. But did so. she really mean it? She is an actor after all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie. Um, <laughs> the cake. This is the, the cake is the cake lie. is a lie. This is all. This is their uh, or you know their their way of self taping now mm. in a modern world. They do these anyway. That's a bad joke. Um, no. So yeah. So uh, SAG is on strike, um, which of course means. That all uh, card-carrying members of the Screen Actors Guild cannot do any work at the moment. Um, and that's allowed. including press and correct. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. Yes. So now you're right. It's <laughs> not just it's not just performing in terms of acting or doing stunts or doing voice work. Uh, as you said, Michael, they're not allowed to do any press. So. Uh, famously this week, uh, in the middle of, I think it was the, the London premiere, the Oppenheimer mm. cast walked out. Yes. Um, yes. Um, so that was uh, a wonderful sight to see them go, right, well, we're out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> peace. Peace. Peace out, um, Cup Scout. Um, peace, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no promoting um, uh, any of your work of any kind, um, uh, which, of course includes conventions and next week is supposed to be san diego comic-con now supposed to supposed to (laughs) um i'm yeah i feel like uh you know i was listening to i don't know if you're up to date on fat man beyond michael but yeah yeah i i was listening and uh you know and they were talking about what the hell i think kevin said something like what the hell is SDCC even going to be this year and Mark, and Mark was like well it's going to be a comic book convention <laughs> oh my god what <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go back to its roots um, so yeah which I, I think will be uh, a great sight to see but of course obviously not every actor that we know and follow and watch uh, are members of SAG um, of course there are a lot of um, international stars that aren't actually part of SAG um, they of course can choose to strike if they want in solidarity um, I'm sure some have and some will be um, but uh, you know productions like House of the Dragon apparently I think they're still going to keep filming they're, well um, they're trying I've heard or they're trying to yeah I've heard they're, they're trying to like shoot around the people who are actually in SAG uh, oh wow yeah <laughs> so it's going to be a bit tricky um, and a lot, a lot of like uh, things are being filmed overseas are pr- probably going to be shut down and we'll probably talk about la- that later. Um, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. No, okay, good, good. Thanks for pointing that out. I didn't actually see that. Um, I suppose that's what they were, you know, certain productions were doing when the writer strike first started. They were, you know, some, um, some like, things, but projects were filming without writers on set, obviously, and... Like yeah. for example, for example, not to mention my my new favorite show, but Rings of Power were finish finishing off season two when the Writers Guild went on strike, and apparently, because they knew the strike was kind of imminent, the showrunners prepped the producers um, for their absence, mm. um, so they were able to finish filming 
um, without obviously any alterations to the script, but they they had the guidance from the showrunners without the showrunners being present, so they worked yeah. around it. And what they have um, is what they have, so if they yeah. need to do any reshoots, that they can't because there's there's no script until for the, it. Yeah, until the strike is over, no shows or anything can you know do any kind of reshoots. And uh, no, that, and no sense. voiceovers e- either now. So no, no ADR. No. So we're gonna get what we get, and it's probably gonna suffer for it, maybe. So yeah, for well, a person for a person like you who actually enjoy it, it's probably gonna be a bit tricky. Yeah, it will be tricky for mm. for cer- for certain things, certain shows and, and films. But you know, um, I was actually surprisingly just very happy to hear that the actors went on strike. I, th- I thought it was brilliant news. I didn't even get kind of upset or, or concerned. I was what just like, no, con- What about my consuming? It. I need to consume. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone, I mean, one of the things that's been kind of a counter-argument to people like myself who have been on both sides of the thing going, you know, fuck yeah, stick it to the man, but also, oh, I don't want my shit ruined. Like, it got, you know, the last time the WGA went on strike. Um, people have been like, well, there's mountains of content. Mm. Uh, so so looking yeah. forward, go backwards. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's a good opportunity to go back and, and yeah. watch Undiscovered Gems. And we've done um, that before. We yeah. went through a pandemic. That's right. We've done this before. This will not be our first rodeo in doing that. Um so a couple of things on the strike I wanted to mention before we move on um, is obviously the fact that um, one of the big things that was revealed um, with this strike was some of the some of the contractual uh, <laughs> negotiation offerings, like deals and and, and whatnot, um, that you know were being discussed. And of course, it's about AI. Um, AI has been obviously a hot topic of debate over the past couple of months, uh, even before the Writers Guild went on strike. Um, and that's only just been further just, you know, um, <laughs> mm. emphasized, I suppose, with this strike. And now that the actors have gone on strike, um, some of the things that have come out of the negotiations have been pretty problematic. Um, so apparently... Um, in this groundbreaking, quote-unquote, <laughs> AI proposal uh, oh. that, the a- that the AMPTP put forward, they propose that... Um, uh, so this is... Actually, I should quote the guy. Um, it's Duncan uh, Crabtree, Ireland. Uh, he's the SAG-AFTRA National Executive Director. Um, you can probably see him in photos with Fran Drescher. They've been side-by-side side through this whole thing. Um, So he said, in that groundbreaking AI proposal, they proposed that our background performers should be able to get scanned, get paid for one day's pay, and their companies should own that scan, their image, their likeness, and for people to use it for the rest of of eternity and in any project they want, with no consent and no compensation. Mm. So if you think that's a groundbreaking proposal, I suggest you think again. Um, And, you know, as I said earlier, I watched Black Mirror and... Literally, Joan is awful. The <laughs> you sign, you don't read the T's and C's in the T's and C's in that show in that episode. You're signing away the right for them to use your likeness with AI. Um, so that's just one of the the big problematic issues. And 
According to um, Robert Iger, the uh, the CEO of Disney, the, oh, the company... Sir Robert Iger. Sir Robert Iger. The, mm. C- the CEO that I have, you know, so- sold my soul to, and I should now ask for it back. Um, he, this week, had the hottest of takes. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I got really, really angry. He said, and I quote... It's very disturbing to me. We've talked about disruptive forces on this business and all of the challenges we're facing. The recovery from COVID, which is ongoing, it's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. Uh, there is a level of expectations that the writers and actors have that is just not realistic. Mm. They are adding to a set of challenges that this business is already facing, and that is very disruptive. Mm. I understand any labor organization's desire to work on behalf of its members to get the most compensation and be compensated fairly based on the value that they deliver. We've managed as an industry to negotiate a very good deal with the Directors Guild that reflects the value that the directors contribute to this great business. We wanted to do the same thing with the writers and we'd like to do the same thing with the actors. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic and I'm repeating myself again. So basically... But we're poor. Help me, I'm poor. Um, I saw one, I don't know if it was a tweet or a post or something. I saw something online that basically said um, what Bob Iger makes in a day is basically the yearly salary of a writer. Mm. Um, so you can go fuck yourself, Bob Iger. You, ooh, can, fuck you. you can go, oh, oh I feel Miss- that. Miss Marvel, please. <laughs> Calm down, please. Should I should I burn this? I don't know. Uh, oh no 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 no. That's someone that's someone's heart and soul. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that was blasphemous. Um <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, go fuck yourself, Bob Iger. I can't believe he, he said that. I mean You know where I he was? I sh- I sh- oh, where was he? He was at like a billionaire's retreat that he arrived on his personal jet. And coming from a person who's worth like, was it two hundred and fifty million dollars a year? Saying, I don't know, I can't get the money. Oh my god! I mean, look, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised because he's a fucking billionaire and he's the head of Disney, and you know he's got money coming out of every orifice until the True. end of time. But Tact. I. It still sucks to hear mm. someone, you know, <laughs> someone in charge of the things that you love yeah. say this. Yeah, Fulia is going nuts <sighs> in the chat at the moment. <laughs> oh, show me, tell me her comments. What's uh, Fulia saying? First you said, oh, the shade. Uh, and then she laughing emoji and just wide-eyed emoji. Is like, oh. And then finally ended up with someone go slap that bee. Yes, he's a he's a big fat bee, Fulia. Yeah. We hate him. Uh, the bee for in Bob's is yeah bee. He's a fucking bee, big fat bee. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so we hate in short TLDR. We hate Bob Iger. The actors are on strike. Wow, well, we don't and... really hate him. It's just just <laughs> come on, just just say no, no, like a child. It's like no, Mm-mm. needs a slap on the wrist. <laughs> uh, we yes. Anyway, well, okay. We don't hate Bob Iger, but we we very much 
are not impressed. We're, we're disappointed. We're very disappointed, and that's worse. <laughs> and I also mentioned that he also suggested that, well, maybe we need to, like, cut back on the Marvel and yeah, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I saw that. I thought, oh, yeah, s- it's not really the cash cow coming in, is it? <laughs> I know, the interesting timing of that comment of being like, you know, maybe we should slow down. I'm like, dude, they've already they've already stopped making heaps of stuff and just because you know obviously things haven't been going swimmingly for marvel and star wars recently um maybe it's something that we need to slow down and find out oh we need to actually make something that's good yeah 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 so thanks captain obvious bob Iger. um (laughs) we're way ahead of you i mean it's, he does make a good point, though, but still, it's kind of like, well, duh. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate. Get get Read the room. Get with the times. Anyway, I, I'm done ranting about this. <laughs> I'm very happy that the actors are on strike. Stick it to the man. Let's not rest until they get what they want, because this AI shit is bullshit. Streaming is bullshit. Oh, God. I'm going, I'm going to... Cinephile hell right now for saying all this. Anyway, no, um, <laughs> no, it's no. It, it is the streaming's fault. But yes, it is streaming's going fault. Going to cinema isn't. No, no, no. Yeah, no. go go see Barbenheimer opening this week, guys. Yes, and I will be watching it Oppenheimer first, and then Barbie on the same day. Because I'll yeah, I'm definitely doing need to too. pick me up at the end of yeah. Oppenheimer. Yes, because by Ooh. all accounts, that movie is heavy as shit. Yeah, Barbie is all I need. Well, you're not going to see Oppenheimer (laughs) fully, yeah? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bit of of history. Yeah, it's based on a true story. Based on a true story. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah. And And Florence Pugh. No Nazis for me. Well, it's not really Nazi adjacent. It's the reason why they're making the bomb is because of Nazis. I don't don't think there's probably going to be Nazis in it, but... Actually, I take that back. It's probably going to be Nazis, but it's not going to be Nazi focused. It's more it's no, more not at with, all. It's more to do with um, you know, the, uh, it's the creation of the A bomb. Yeah, I was going to say Malcolm Tucker, but that's the thick of it. Uh, Malcolm from uh, Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. Chaos Dr. theory. Uh, you know, chaos theory as well as well as uh, you didn't really spend time of uh, how we can do this or should we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life will find yes. a way. Uh, you both know why I am not watching it, Blair. Okay. <laughs> I'm not convincing you to do anything for me. I'd I never do that. Otherwise, I, I, I would tell you to come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you've got a head. The show must go on. <laughs> no, I can feel Jack. the eyebrows from here. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We love you, Fulia. Yes. Well, yeah. you go watch Barbie and you enjoy it, and we'll all talk about it on the podcast. Yes. Um, anyway, um, yes, my rambling is done about yes. striking. Um, Michael, do you have any any additional comments or venting you would like to get off your chest? Um, I will mention the fact that the reason why there was actually an extension is because the actors came in in good faith. It's like, well, uh, could we could we do? Uh, they they asked, could we extend it to the uh, the um, negotiations until um, this particular date. And it's like, 
yeah, sure. Um, expecting they'll probably like come to the table and have something. And turns out they just flopped it off and said, no, this is what we're going to do. Because the fact that uh, we're in the middle of summer releases and that's when all hands are on deck. Uh, basically, this is like the big time for American cinema to actually get their stuff out get their stuff out like starting with the flash and and all that and hopefully the summer will the summer blockbuster will be you know um saved by barbie and oppenheimer and then there's yeah they they basically said well can the actors just promote this stuff first and then we'll come to the table and then they came to the table was like oh yeah uh didn't really think about it or anything oh what about just uh taking people's um uh, faces uh, forever and you know how you know films are made that when they're having a crowd scene, they, they put up like cardboard cutouts. It's essentially that, but mm. it's new high tech. It's like, oh, look at the technology that we have. Uh, I'm on health strike, says Fulia. <laughs> Your health says, as I, like, we shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm happy that the these finally like come out and say yeah we're on strike and so that would mean hopefully the strike will be finishing this year um and there is a big possibility that we'll probably not get anything new until 2005 uh 2025 so yeah yeah there's gonna be I am expecting delay uh announcements coming in the few in the next few weeks I reckon yeah there's gonna be a huge hole and yeah and I'm I'm for a consumer. I'm ready to go back and actually watch something that I haven't watched before <laughs> in my own means. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not on streaming. Sorry, lost me as a customer. Especially you, Netflix. Especially you, Disney Plus, and Amazon and all them. <sighs> God, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Well. Were they really friends to begin with? I mean, the start of this year was the whole world laughing at a couple of billionaires exploding in a in a submarine. I think that's really the test of waters of where people are at this present time. Yeah. And the cost Eat of the living rich. and just the world's going to say, you know, screw this, I want to get off. I don't want to be on this hamster wheel anymore. Yeah. And Absolutely. when people are pushed, we burn shit. <laughs> we sure do. I'm not advocating violence or anything. Just delightful no? glee at people's misfortunes. <laughs> and I am done. And you're done. Nice. Um, well, thank you for that. That's that was right. excellent. That was I was going to go full force, but I thought, nah, it's... <laughs> when you said, fuck Bob I go, I thought, you're learning. <laughs> you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> and now, next next uh, thing is probably get rid of those pop finals. Yeah, that's Ooh. actually something I, I've I have been thinking of doing, actually. Goodwill. Just because. Uh, no, I'm going to sell them. I'm going to make money off of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of the same. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I still get, buying them. Yeah, so. I need to get rid of my Pokemon cards. You know. It's just... Yeah. It's just bits of cardboard. Same. There's no... Ever since... Yeah, I've been like this ever since I've had kids. It's weird. I've, my whole perspective has gone inward. It's like, does this really mean anything anymore? Does <laughs> anything mean anything anymore? Life. Don't talk to me about life. Don't talk to me about life. What <laughs> is life? What is fucking life? Um. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm try. I'm was trying to look up a thing. Yeah. While we were doing that, just because. Okay, I'll pat out. Oh, it's not. No, no, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's fine. We'll carry on. Um, it's not the end of the world because what we're going to talk about next is pretty damn exciting. Um, but you know, <laughs> could also be delayed. Um, we got our first look this week um, of um, Wolverine in Deadpool three. Woo! We knew he was going to be in, but we weren't sure as what way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we weren't sure exactly what he was going to be looking like, but uh, it's, uh, you know, really exciting to see. Um, we're finally getting Hugh Jackman in the yellow and blue suit. Yeah, um, I think it looks fantastic. I love, I love this costume. Uh, it looks brilliant. He looks so good in it. Um, I love that we live in a world now where, you know, I mean, we've been living in this world for a little while, but the fact that we can actually unashamedly lean into the comic book roots of these mm. characters, um, you know, because like obviously in the the 2000s X Men movies. They were, you know, they were wearing black leather instead of the yellow, and yeah. you know, it wasn't really. It wasn't. Thank, it, it, thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> making was... superheroes cool. <laughs> yeah, it was the the you know the or real really... realism. Oh, a really blade sort of style, but the sort of fitted oh, yeah. blades aesthetic. Yeah, a little mm. bit. But anyway. But anyway, yes. Now we live in an age where we can, you know, a comic book character can look like a comic book ca- character, albeit with a, I suppose, a real world twist. But this outfit looks pretty, you know, spot on for my money in terms of the aesthetic of it and the look of it. Um, a lot of people were complaining about the fact that it has sleeves. Oh. Now, I mean, I think you'd be a fool to to think that we're not going to see those guns out because, damn. Um, we're going to get like, you know, the, the fact that Ryan Reynolds cares about the, this world and these characters so much, there is no fucking way we are not getting sleeveless, um, Wolverine in this movie. There's no fucking way that's not happening. Or wearing the helmet. Um, Just for a while. Just for a little bit. Oh oh God. If he puts the helmet on. Oh, I'll combust. Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really exciting to see what Wolverine's going to look like. And, um, you know, it just feels like, you know, we, we're probably going to be getting Deadpool killing the Marvel Universe. They're going to be adapting that comic, I think, or at least drawing on it in mm. some way. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of, it just, 
all with all these announcements of all these characters that are going to be in this movie, it just it just feels like something's it's got to be it's got to do have something to do with the Fox Disney merger. They're going to go so yeah. meta on it, yeah. um, I think, and it's going to be brilliant. So. Uh, Fulia also says, "I'm sure his biceps will be bursting through the sleeves and the koala emoji." It's probably a thirsty koala. <laughs> thirsty koala. <laughs> Ooh, give nice. me hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Um, yes, but I suppose the only thing now um, left to say about Deadpool three is that it has officially shut down production mm. um, because of the the SAG strike. Um, so, um, but that's you know that's fine. It's probably for the best because you know as we know. Ryan Reynolds had to stop ad-libbing because uh, that's, you know, in violation of the WGA striking. So, And he is um, a writer himself, so... Yeah. It would be part of it. Yeah, so it's probably going to be beneficial for, in the long run for mm. Deadpool 3, I, I will say. But it, the movie might get delayed again because it's supposed to come out in under a year from now. Not going to uh, happen. No. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. I'm happy for a couple of years. Yeah, I'm happy to wait. Yeah. I'm happy to wait, honestly. Um, you know, let these things run their course and we'll get back on track. I mean, you know, we, we lived through a pandemic. At least <clears throat> this this seems for, you know, a more important reason. <sighs> anyway, I'm excited. Michael, how are you feeling about seeing Hugh Jackman in the yellow and blue? I love it. I love the fact that we're actually, like, pretty much going back and actually redoing some stuff that makes it look awesome i mean a lot of speculation is because hugh jackman's going to be in the iconic uh blue and yellow um he will be part he may be part of the um universe that uh patrick stewart was in in uh uh, multiverse of madness because he was sort of right he was sort of um accurate to the cartoon and yes the cartoon also had the blue uh, had the yellow and blue so mm-hmm. maybe this particular wolverine is one that we haven't seen in any universe uh probably part of that universe and he's just helping or or uh being the bad guy in in this particular movie we don't know and i love the fact that i don't know which way they're going to go but it definitely feels like uh, they may be doing um, uh, Deadpool uh, kills the universe, but we don't know which universe because there's also spe- speculation that uh, uh, the the TBG the TBA is going to be part of this uh, movie as well, and yeah, because uh, there was <laughs> there was a bit not too long ago that Ryan Reynolds was talking to Miss Minute. On Twitter. Um, oh. oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so things up in the air. And and the reason why they released this particular photo is because they're actually filming on on location. So there's, there, there is um, set photos uh, yeah. around and also footage as well that you can see. Um, there is, yes. I'm not sure if I should spoil it here, but I've seen it. And I foolishly seen it because there's one particular like um, set piece that they put in uh, that I saw, and it got me, and and I thought, oh, this is going to be the best movie ever. 
And uh, I don't know. Should I spoil it? Cause, I mean, because I think you haven't seen seen the set photos or the or the uh, videos, have you? The only the only video of it I've seen, like I've seen some of the set photos, but the only video I saw was of like um, Wolverine and Deadpool looking like they were fighting each other. Yeah, like that, De- that, De- Deadpool's on some wires and yeah. like, and he's getting yeah. s- stabbed in the back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm. Mm. But that you're saying there's something else. There's something else because there's like a big thing in the background. Yeah, I didn't even focus on what it was. I was like, "Ooh, fighting!" <laughs> there was fighting, but there, it, it's it may give away where they're fighting. Just say it. <laughs> The movies we're not going to see the movie for like two years at this point. Just you know it. in uh, oh what's it called? Dang, uh, you know in Loki where someone gets pruned. Oh, and they go to a place. Are you fucking serious right now? Are you saying they they've gone to the fucking void or whatever? I cannot confirm, but. In the background, and <laughs> I, I thought, oh my god, this is going to be the best movie ever. But in the background, there's actually um, a sign that's like been looked like it's been thrown there, like void style. Yeah. And, and it's the. Have you found it? No, no, I'm, I'm looking. I'm- I'm googling it. Hang on. Yeah, comic book resources. Deadpool 3's Wolverine fight may have a Loki connection. Show me the photo. It's a it's a symbol. It's a sign. That's no longer in use anymore. Because of Watch, the merger. Is it... What is it like 20th Century Fox or something? Yeah. I can't find. I need to find these photos. Deadpool um, three, twentieth century Fox uh, sign. Century Fox sign. Googling. Oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh my. God. So, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> this movie is totally going to obviously be about <laughs> the Fox Disney merger, but it's going to be something about like the TVA pruning all, pruning all the Fox stuff and putting it in the void. So, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so it's sort of up in the air of. <laughs> sort of up in the air of who Deadpool is trying to kill. Yeah. Is it the Fox universe or is it the MCU? Oh my god. Oh. I love being a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Michael. That's amazing. That's I right. Even, I didn't even see any of this. This is fantastic. Yeah, so. Oh. So, yeah, so after that, 
I don't want to get spoiled <laughs> for anything else. No, no, no more no, cameos. We know, we know, Jennifer Garner's going to be in it, maybe for yeah. a little bit. Um, getting pruned, maybe. <laughs> also, also, clearly the uh, you know Disney don't have a uh, budget for mu- like uh, for snipers anymore because the fact that these images have gotten out is very interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They probably uh, they they cut to uh, they cut to the chase of just releasing it because yeah. It's going to be out there yeah. anyway. They, they did the same thing for like uh, Doctor Who as well, where um, the different reveals of the costumes of what Shooty Gut was going to wear uh, in the next season, and mm-hmm. and also who's going to be in it, at, like uh, like David Tennant and um, uh, oh, Catherine Tate. Um, it was on location shooting, so it's going to get spoiled there. So. Did a lot of uh, cast uh, reveals before the actual before the actual shoot, so it's 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 unavoidable really when you're shooting yeah. on location and people get because everyone's got a f- fucking camera in their phone, so yeah, that's yep, yeah. you're not wrong. So anyway, uh, anyway, this is going to be the best Marvel f- film ever. It's going to be fucking close. <laughs> it's really going to be fucking close. For oh, meta shit. Yeah, the most meta Marvel film of all time. And dare I say, oh. it's, pro- it's probably going to be my favourite uh, Deadpool <laughs> film. Because the fir- first one was about like full fall breaking and, and all that and mm-hmm. sort of wink, wink, mm-hmm. nudge, nudge. And I was ho- hoping for the second one to be uh, breaking more walls, like... Something like um, what uh, She-Hulk did, actually going onto the lot of Disney and doing all that shit. Yeah. But it seems like that's what they're doing for the third one. So I'm so happy. Yes. I'm so, yes. so happy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fucking fantastic. All right, we should move on. We are running long, um, but that's okay because we're excited. Um, our next item in the news, um, we're crossing the pond to DC because... DC had some shiny things to reveal to us this week. Yeah. Um, which is which is cool, and I'm of two minds about this, what I'm about to say, but I'm mostly just very excited because um, we have Nathan Fillion, Isabella Merced, or Merced, apologies, I don't know the correct pronunciation, I'm the worst, um, Eddie Gathigi and Anthony Carrigan uh, have just joined the cast of Superman Legacy. Um... Now, Anthony Carrigan is going to be playing, what was it, Meta, where is it, where did I write it down, Metamorpho, which is a character I'm not familiar with, but um, that's exciting. Uh, Eddie Gathigi is going to be Mr. Terrific. Um, Isabella Merced is going to be um, Hawk Girl. And what made me the most happy, not just because it's Nathan Fillion, but because of who he's playing, Nathan Fillion is going to be Guy Gardner, a Green Lantern. Um, hmm. a thousand times yes please and thank you very much um, this is wonderful this is awesome I'm, I'm very very excited looks like they're setting up the JSA maybe um, probably I don't know um, we will see but, uh, but it's going to be cool to see a, a version of Green Lantern that we haven't seen on screen in live action before um, 
so yeah, I think I, I kind of, if I'm remembering this correctly, Guy Gardner is more of like a backup Green Lantern to, to Hal Jordan. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's how he was introduced many moons ago. But he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, he's a bit of an <laughs> asshole. So it's, casting, casting is great. Casting is great. It's basically just going to be um, Nathan Fillion's character from Doctor Horrible um, <laughs> <laughs> as a Green Lantern. Um, yeah. So no, it's just a, a, an incredible roster of actors here joining this movie. Um, uh, the only thing that gives me pause is the fact that it's like it looks like they're doing too much already. Um, mm. But that being said, uh, James Gunn has a history of. Uh, doing very well with ensemble casts and big groups and juggling characters and giving people equal screen time. So I think it'll be fine. I'm trying not to be too concerned by this, but a lot of people, you know, that was a lot of people's major criticism of this, these casting announcements is that, or maybe it's the, the stuffing the plate a bit. Um, but, um, you know, cause you know, amazing Spider-Man two is a movie that exists and we remember that one and how True. well that went. But so, yeah. but yeah, but I think James Gunn will crush it. I have, I, I, this does not, um, this does not cause any doubt in my mind. So I'm just excited to see Nathan Fillion as a Green Lantern, <laughs> as a Dear Green boy. Lantern, as a Green Lantern, not yes. not John Stewart or or the other. Well, we're guy. getting we're uh, Hal Jordan. We're getting them Hal later. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming in later when it's a bit more established. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think yes. in. Uh, it sort of reminds me of like um, James Gunn doing the Suicide Squad and actually sprinkling like people from the comics, but but like background characters as as well, like like uh, Sean Sean Gunn playing two characters mm. in the same movie. He played yeah. Calendar Man as well as Weasel. So yeah. and Calendar Man is is uh, a, a Batman villain, but. That's in the background, and it's like, oh, I know him. He's got all the, he's got all the months tattooed around his head. And <laughs> speaking of which, um, Anthony, what's his name? Carl- Carrigan. Carrigan uh, from Barry. Barry's good. From Barry, yeah. yeah. And also from Gotham as well. So he, yes. So he did. He has played in the <laughs> DC before. So he played. He, he, he played Victor Zaz. Yes. A very good Victor Saz. I was going to say, say, very, very, very good Victor Saz in mm. that show. And after doing Barry, because I saw him in that, and so, oh, he's in Barry, so, and he's really funny in Barry, so he can, he can teeter on the, on the serious and on the comedy, and I think that's something that you can sort of do, and the character that he's playing uh, is basically, he can change into ele- any element. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it, it is going to be a Superman heavy movie, just sprinkled with like characters, really, just to fill up, uh, fi- just just to fill up the screen, so people go, oh that guy, oh yeah, sweet, and and not necessarily like oh it, this bit needs to be about this person. It's like no, it just sprinkles. It, it's what James Gunn does best. I mean, with ensembles. But it's going to be mm. sol- solely a, a Superman thing, but with little ensembles as well. So I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. And Mr. Fantastic is probably every, uh, a little bit of everyone. Everyone who knows him is, is like everyone's favorite. So it's Mr. Great. Terrific. Yeah. Mr. Terrific, not Mr. Fantastic. I've got Marvel on the brain. It's because I'm seeing yeah. Captain America like right in my face. <laughs> Cover up, woman. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> I'm on a sugar high. Sorry. That's hilarious. Mm. <laughs> at least I've got. At least I got Princess Leia. Eh, you do. Yeah. Rebel, rebel. Love it. Yeah. I call it my 2016 shirt. Yeah. <laughs> because they both died on that year. Oh, they did. Dear. Oh God. Anyway. One at the start and one at the end. Mmm. Bookend. <sighs> anyway. Uh, anyway, do you have any other thoughts on uh, on any of this, or shall we move on to our final news item? Uh probably move on. Re- really, um, I'm. I'm cool. I don't think it's going to be overly stuffed. I, I think it's just going to be like a a nice uh, James Gunn movie. Um, yeah. They, they, they've always been good. Like I, I definitely see a lot of um, the Suicide Squad in this but it's going to be a bit more light-hearted because it's superman and you need more light-hearted stuff for superman he's not an allegory for jesus yep as <laughs> much as Zack snyder wanted to make him one <laughs> i mean i appreciate they exist it's not my favorite yeah i agree yeah mm. i can i can appreciate a different take on the character but yeah no i no yeah no, no, no. Let's have a generation of kids to to aspire to be Superman and not know Superman to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Oh, dear. All right. Anyway, let's move on to our fourth and final item this week in the news. Um, and that is, of course, surrounding the Emmy nominations. See ya. Um, so. Is this going to just... still go? Is this going to still be around? Would it just exist at all? Or do you mean like, will they even have a... Well, even even after. I mean, sorry, I interrupted. Go on, play. Oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, Anyway, I'm, of course, going to be focusing on the the nerdy factors on this. But yes, the the Emmy noms came out this week. And uh, uh, yeah, it was nice to see... um, the Last of Us, of course, get a lot of love. Uh, in fact, it's uh, now made history as the first live-action video game adaptation to be nominated for an Emmy Award, uh, let alone as many as it got, mm. um, which was in the 20-something uh, in terms of uh, if you're counting, um, including, of course, Best Drama Series. Um, in that category, it's going to be up against House of the Dragon, uh, and Andor as well, um, which is nice to see Star Wars up there too. Speaking of, Obi-Wan Kenobi got a nomination for Best Limited Series, which... Oh, that's um, nice. I I just feel like that, that seems like a, yeah, sure, we'll give it something. Because um, it's, A, it's not going to win, and B, I don't even think it deserves a nomination, but that's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, I digress. Um Yes, so The Last of Us, of course, uh, got nominated for, um, you know, not just drama series, but it got a bunch of acting nominations as well. Of course, Pedro Pascal uh, has been nominated for Best Lead Actor in a Drama. Uh, which Bella one? Ramsey. <laughs> huh? Which one? What? Which which one? Yeah, Pedro Pascal, le- leading actor in a, in a drama. Oh. Which one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for, well, for The Last of Us. He got nominated for The Last of Us. You know, the no. one that, that he was a dad figure. You know, that one. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no Mandalorian love in here, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Pedro got nominated. Uh, Bella Ramsey got nominated um, for lead actress. Um, so that's really, really great. Um, and in terms of comedy series, we have, um, of course, uh, Ted Lasso has been nominated for best comedy. Uh, but the category in comedy is very tight because you've got. You've also got Abbott Elementary, uh, who won very strongly last year. Um, and then you have Barry the Bear, Jury Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. Um, so that's a that's going to be a tough call to see who takes home Best Comedy Series, I think. Yeah. I don't think Barry, um, because Barry's not really... It's, it's borderline it's dramedy. dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm. Um, but speaking of Barry, Bill Hader got nominated for lead actor in a comedy series, um, as well as Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Um, Martin Short got nominated for Only Murders, um, not um, not Steve Martin, sadly. Yeah. Um, uh, says Only Murders in the Vicarage uh, uh, for the win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she does say village. I assure you, she says village. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I believe you. <laughs> um, Jenna Ortega got a nomination for a lead actress in a comedy series. Fulia says, I um, did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe you, Fulia. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> although I need to watch Only Murders in the Vicarage. I've been putting it off for too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the other really cool thing uh, that happened is that um, Weird Al... Uh, Got some, got some love. Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe got a nomination for lead actor for his portrayal of uh, portrayal of, <laughs> of um of Weird Al in that incredible, yeah, incredible movie. Um, it's absolutely fantastic to see that. Um, got a bunch of nominations as well, um, which is really really exciting. Uh, and I also, before I mention, I, uh, before I hand over you, Mike, sorry, I just want to mention that um, the most deserved nominations did happen. Murray Bartlett and um, Nick Offerman, they both received nominations for their uh, guest appearances in The Last of Us. Uh, so they're going up against each other, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate. Um, but I hope at least one of them. Um, takes takes the cake. Uh, it might be yeah. the competition is a bit tough, so it's going to be hard to see who will win. But I think Nick Offerman will probably take it. Um, I mean, I'm expecting The Last of Us to walk away with a, a lot of awards uh, when the Emmys take place. Um, I think that's happening in September. Um, but if any actors will be there, who knows? <laughs> It'll be online. It'll be yeah, literally back to the pandemic. It's yeah, it'll be a it'll be a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, good good shit to see nerd stuff do well, especially. I mean, it's no surprise the, the last of a success uh, and how popular it was, but um, yeah, it's nice to see that recognised in this way. Um. Michael, I know you love award shows so much. Do I love it. Any... I love it so much. I never miss. I never miss. I never miss it. I never. Do you have Do you have any thoughts on any of this, or shall we 
move on out of here. Yeah, not really. Um, I I hope all the ones that I like get it, and I mm. hope the ones that I don't don't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good that genre is, is is taking a placehold, and it's actually good genre. I reckon. Like, there's been a lot of yeah. good good genre shit that that's been coming out. Like. Uh, like Endor and and Last of Us, I like Last of Us. Jesus, Oh, each week was such a drain. <laughs> I'm I'm glad they that you, they didn't put it on a streaming service that you that you could binge it because I don't think I would be able to function for the rest mm-hmm. of the week if I did. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I've been meaning to play it, but but I'm I'm waiting for more patches on the stream for for okay. it to yeah maybe closer actually no because uh, the the second game second season is going to be split into two so and because the rise strike is probably going to be even further away so I've got plenty of time to play the first one. Yep. Plenty of time. Who knows? Maybe I'll play it on Twitch. On the Fredianian Twitch. So make sure you follow us for that, maybe. Yes, do it. You've put it out in the universe, Mark. you got to do it now. Maybe not me. Maybe a character. Maybe I'll be a VTuber. Ew. Yeah. Maybe my VTube persona is probably going to be Fred. And I'm just an alien. Just bleep, bleep, bloop, bleep, bleep. <laughs> maybe it's your... Uh... Your AI self. <laughs> Hello. Oh, don't want to go on a tangent, but I shouldn't. Shouldn't. People um, pretending to be P- NPCs on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I Hello. love those videos. I I have n- <laughs> I have no <laughs> opinion of them. <laughs> it's like okay, whatever you. You know, get that bag. There could be worse things for money. Anyway. Moving uh, on. Moving on. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. <laughs> nice. Mm, nice uh, uh, apple. All right. That's the nerdy news. We're done. We're moving on out of here, uh, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's time for some trailers and we're going to kick things off with um, our second trailer for Ahsoka oh. that dropped this week. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I thought my brain just went exploded. Oh, okay. we're, we're going to go to the second trailer that we're going to talk about. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's the first trailer of the second trailer of Ahsoka. Yes, correct. My brain. Poor, the brain. Um, yes, this is, uh, yeah, uh, an Ahsoka trailer. And it looks really, really, really good. And now I'm even more sad that Ray Winston has passed away because he looks badass as fuck in this. Mm. Um, we are no Jedi. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks awesome. It looks really, really good. I don't really know too much, obviously, because I haven't seen all of Clone Wars and I haven't seen any of Rebels. 
Um, I'm still debating whether or not I will actually make the time and do some background watching of things before this show or not. I mean, Dave Filoni has said you don't need to, but we'll see. Um, I did. I'm here. You are here. Well, one thing I did hear, Michael, this week uh, after this trailer dropped is that uh, Sabine Mm -hmm. Wren is a fucking Mary Sue, apparently. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) <laughs> Any woman in Star Wars is a Mary Sue. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. Well, apparently she's like, she's just good at everything. And she's like only a teenager or some shit. Like she's just, she's, she's like just perfect in every way, apparently. And now she might have, you know, might be force sensitive on top of everything she's good at. And a few people I know got a bit yeah about that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, well, whatever. Have, have they watched Rebels? Yes. Okay. Just because you, uh, it hasn't been said that she is force sensitive. Thank you. She's just very good at wielding the dark saber. Yes. You pretentious pricks. <laughs> anyway. And anyway. And then technically, there's no Jedi's in this trailer, so get stuffed. Yes. Get. Stuff that's very true. There is mm. no well, I mean, yeah, even Ahsoka is technically not a Jedi, I suppose. Yeah, um, so when they yeah. said you're the last Jedi, it's like Yoda's Yoda's a dick <laughs> <laughs> just, because, yeah. just because Ahsoka didn't finish her training doesn't mean she's not a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> at a certain point of view, a certain point of view, um. Yeah, but anyway, it is. It, it looks really, really cool. I'm really interested in this story in whatever it's kind of going to manifest as. Um, like, it might even be, you know, the the origins of the first order. I suppose. Um, mm, it's in that could area. Could be, yeah, because obviously it's set between episodes six and seven. Um, so that's that's interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, apart from all the badass, you know, dark uh, non-Jedis, I didn't even know what to fucking call them. Um, I really, because I really enjoyed the two of them in this trailer. And then yeah, just a lot of the action shots we got were really cool. And Ahsoka looks badass um, as well. Seeing um, Admiral Thrawn in in uh, live action, we finally got our glimpse of him. In um, HD. In HD, um, yeah, Lars Mikkelsen um, as Thrawn looks pretty spectacular. I yeah, I again having not seen it, it, these shows, I don't really know too much about the character, but I know he's no good, um, and you know is kind of hyped up as a bit of a uh, a pretty good villain. Um, so I'm I'm excited to learn about him and to watch him develop in this show um and what the plans are um so and i know ahsoka has it out for him for some for for some reason of course something to something to do with ezra i think i don't know i can't remember (laughs) (sighs) just you know loosely going off what i very vaguely know about this stuff but um but needless to say i'm excited so it looks it, it it was a rare it was a very good trailer so i can't i can't wait to watch this show yes um Michael, what did you make of it? Um, I'm ready for this TV show, which is probably probably a shame because I'm in strike mode at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, so we're not going to talk about it. 
We're gonna have to. We're going. We're, we're going on strike too. Sorry. We're not gonna be talking. <laughs> we're not gonna be talking about it on this. So I hope you like crochet patterns. <laughs> so we'll be doing that for the streams. I'm sorry. Okay. As soon I'll as, watch. I'll watch you do crochet. Yeah. Do you play crochet? <laughs> so yeah i'm um this is really exciting because mm -hmm. i have watched rebels and i'm sort of knowing what's going to be happening but it definitely has that feel that you don't have to watch is what's what's good about um this particular storytelling is especially with mandalorian and and stuff it does take it, it, it does take it uh, it does take the idea that um, different audiences have seen different things and you don't have to be on top of everything to, to enjoy it, uh, especially with the Mandalorian stuff. Um, like, I'm... Because I have that feeling with, um, uh, like, Andor as well, that you don't... You, you wouldn't have to see um, Rogue One to actually... Get it? You would, no. you would. You would just have just have the feel of what Star Wars is about, and essentially, there's uh, what's great about Endor is got no, no esta established characters in it. I mean, from the like the main canon and and all that, which I I like, and I and I do like the fact that they're actually leaning towards that sort of thing. It actually is for people who have seen seen Rebels, and also people like yourself, Kendall, that. That see it, and it's like, oh, this is this looks really special. It's like, you, and you can have have that sort of osmosis sort of feel. It's like, oh, this character is, this character, has been filmed in a certain way. It's like this is a very important character, and he's, and, and like Thorn, it's like, he, he's he's got he's got a demeanor and everything, and mm -hmm. and you know, people like who say that uh, certain characters are Mary Sue's. Sorry, if you use that term, you're a misogynist. I'm sorry. That's how you were born. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You, you just got to focus uh, focus in, inwards and, and work on yourself. I'm sorry. Because um, there's no male equivalent. Hmm, I wonder why. Um, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, oh, there's OP. It's like, that goes for any, anyone. Shut up. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this, and it is a shame that that uh, that this is the last hurrah for certain actors, and and hopefully it's just something something special. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. To this nice. Good. Unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about it <laughs> until the strike is over, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything before. Anything before the strike we could talk about? That's why I was comfortable talking about these, uh, the the Superman stuff. But now the strike has happened. I can't talk about it because oh, okay. I follow Jack Quaid and he, <laughs> he says I can't talk about a thing on on a post. Yeah, <laughs> I saw like, that. I know what you're talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, it's very funny. Hmm. Mm. So when is this coming out, Kendall? Well, you can watch the first two episodes of Ahsoka uh, on Disney Plus on the 23rd of August. Q. 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 Cool, cool, cool. All right. Our next trailer is definitely not for a Netflix production, as, <laughs> much, as much as I might say to some people. Um, this, 
<laughs> Oopsie poopsie. Oopsie poopsie. This is a theatrical film by the name of Wonka. That sounds familiar. Um, hmm. This is our first look at this highly anticipated uh, film, uh, a prequel, if you will, an origin story uh, to the great character that is Willy Wonka uh, from the people that made Paddington and Harry Potter, mm-hmm. starring starring Timothy Chalamet in the title role uh, and with a stellar stacked cast featuring Hugh Grant as the Noompa Loompa. <laughs> um, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, um, but I don't mind. <laughs> but sounds fitting. It sounds fitting for some <laughs> reason. Um, no, this this trailer had me smiling from ear to ear. Um, it's whimsical. It's fun. It's uh, it's uplifting. It's inspiring. It's 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 just it looks really really great. And like Timothy is oozing charm like everywhere. Like so much charm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, stop, stop. I'm going to go blind. You're, 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 you're everything. Um, Get your hand sorry. off it. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Um, but because I was like, really, of all the actors you would pick to play this character, you pick Timothy Chalamet, who's like yeah. an indie darling. Like he's, you know, Dune is like the biggest sort of thing, like more mainstream thing, I guess he's done. And even then Dune isn't even really that mainstream, I suppose. Um, you know, he does a lot of Oscar Oscar Beatty indie movies, and he's very, very good in all of those that I've seen, uh, and I've seen a lot of them. But um, so him doing something like this is very much not his wheelhouse. But he's, I can see why they cast him just based on this trailer because I just I think he's brilliant. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much of like where where his inspirations are going to be coming from. Obviously, it's it's going to more align with Gene Wilder's version of the character as opposed to the Johnny Depp version, uh, obviously. Mm. But even then, but even then it probably won't be a Gene Wilder thing. It'll just be his own sort of take, their own take on what this character is. Yeah. I can sort of see elements of both really. There's different elements of both. I can actually see within it. Like, um, yeah, like the Oompa Loompas, they look the same. But they're the same height as the depth one, which is an yeah. interesting thing. Yeah, very interesting choice aesthetically. Um, but I like how they brought back the flute thing mm. <laughs> for the you know the, the singing and the dancing. Um, because yeah, this movie is a musical, of course. There's going to be singing. There's we we can see some dancing. Um, in this trailer, some musical numbers. There's going to be, you know, blurring of the lines between reality and real life. By uh, reality and real life, huh? Reality and fantasy, mm-hmm. um, and and you know, no daydreaming. Apparently, I thought that was funny, um, but yeah, it just it just looks great. Like you know, just fun. Leave your brain at the door. Go on an adventure. Um, you know, spend an hour or two in this world and and become enthralled by it. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I, it looks really, really good. So I, I hope I hope it's as good as it looks because this was a very well made trailer, and yeah. it didn't show and it didn't show too much either. So um, yeah, I'm 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 very much looking forward to this. Uh, Michael, how about you? Yeah, I don't really have much of a strong opinion with this. Like I. Like hearing all the elements like before watching this, like 
yes, uh, Timothy Chalamet as a younger Wonka uh, and being made by the same guys who did Pennington. And I like Pennington. Uh, and, of course, Pennington 2, the best movie in the world, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I have watched it. It's, it's nice. <laughs> it's it, it makes you feel, it makes you the feel goods, and mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely has its whimsical sort of uh, sort of elements as well, and also a musical. So hopefully, hopefully the the mu- the musical element is um, is good, but yeah, I don't really have much of a strong strong opinion. Like, yeah, I was brought up with the Gene Wilder stuff and and the Tim Burton attempt. Was an attempt. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, mm. Um, mm. And this one, yeah, I, I think it. I think it's just like nice to bring a new generation into into uh, a, a magical world that we haven't seen in a while, and being yeah, being a prequel to to um, a story that children have read throughout throughout the years i yeah i I will mention that that there was a little bit of a thing on tiktok that actually chuckled a little bit it it did the different sort of uh did the different uh wonkers throughout the years of course you got timothy charlemagne going ah i'm i'm young and going to make it make chocolate for everyone and whimsical and all that and then the Johnny Death one's like my dad didn't love me and, <laughs> and then it got the wilder it's like I'm going to kill your children <laughs> <laughs> so I will probably wonder if <laughs> if they're going to do that sort of because there is a reason why they made a horror version trailer for Willy Wonka because yeah, there's plenty of stuff that's very questionable in that in that movie. We don't see those kids ever again. Mm, speculation. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, they're probably not going to tackle that. I don't think, but it's going to be a shame because I was hoping for the the, the sadistic origins <laughs> of, of a of a serial killer and and, and chocolate maker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I leave that to my to my gritty reboot. Like mm. I want to see a Rob Zombie version of Willy Wonka. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, this, this looks great. Um, it's got a, a lot of familiar faces in it. I mean, I didn't know that um, uh, Rowan Atkinson was in it, so that's going to mm. be that's going to be some fun. So, mm-hmm. when is this coming out to not Netflix, Kendall? <laughs> Wonka will be in cinemas uh, just in time for Christmas on the fourteenth of December. Hmm. It feels like a Christmas movie. It does have the vibe. Hmm. Like not necessarily a Christmas movie, but it definitely feels like a Christmas um a movie that you see around about the time of Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Alright. We have one more trailer to discuss. 
And that is uh, a trailer for an upcoming TV series, uh, which is an adaptation of a popular game uh, game or game franchise. I'm not sure how many of them there are. Um, and that is Twisted Metal. Hmm. Um, yeah, I played this game when I was a lot younger than I am now. Oh. Um, yeah, my brother loved it, um, and I remember playing it uh, with him a little bit um, and enjoying it. And, um, yeah, when we found out this, they were making it into a show, it was all a bit like, how the fuck are you going to make that kind of a game into a narrative? Because it is, very, it is not a story-driven game at all. Um, yeah, driven. So, <laughs> I didn't even didn't even mean to do that um love that unintentional puns for the win um yes it's not a story driven game so it's how is it how are they going to take that and adapt it and uh, there's already been a trailer for this that came out a little while ago and i didn't engage with it the internet's reaction was kind of mixed yeah it seemed it seemed yeah i thought there i thought Mm. oh that's a shame but for some reason I mean, I could be the only one in this, but I've watched this trailer and I I want to watch this show. <laughs> um, this looks like a lot of fun. It looks like, you know, sort of a a weird Mad Max crossed with Last of Us crossed with Deadpool sort of thing, yeah. where, you know. Um, it's dystopian. Every, all the cities have walls around them and Anthony Mackie's talking to the camera. Um I'm kind of here for all of that. I think it's. I think that's really, really strong. Um, and the fact that Stephanie Beatriz is in this as well. Um, I love love Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine. So <laughs> uh, good to see her playing a badass character in this. Um, yeah, it looks great. It looks fun. I the the jokes were were good, like solid. Not like I wasn't losing my shit over any of them, but I was having some good chuckles watching it. Um, and seeing Anthony Mackie get to play someone that's having a bit of fun mm-hmm. is good because, I mean, he does get to do a little bit of that as Falcon in the MCU, has, as we have seen, you know, he's more of the lighthearted character, but now that he's shifted into the Captain America role, things are a bit different, obviously. So, uh, and Falcon when a soldier was a very heavy series. So it's really nice to see someone with his talents, um, you know, getting to display his comedic range as well. Um, I, yeah, I really appreciated a lot of what he was doing in the trailer. Um, and then, um, did I read that right? Was it Will Arnett as the voice of this, uh, <laughs> creepy ass clown? I didn't villain? say that, but I think it, it yeah. definitely has that element. I think it was Will Arnett. <laughs> let me just, let me just confirm that. Uh, Fulia said, uh, not a Fulia friendly series. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think this would be up Fulia's uh, alley, unfortunately. But it's um, games, Fulia. You like games. <laughs> you like games. Um, it is Will Arnett. There you go. So so voice, but not body. Yeah, he's the voice voice of Sweet Tooth. That's the uh, the Vegas ruling clown hmm. you see in this. And then and uh, yeah, we also have Thomas Hayden Church in this as well. Um, and, and Nev Campbell. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really keen, really, really keen for this. I hope it's as good 
as it thinks it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this one might go either way. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. So I may just delay canceling my sit my stand subscription for this one. <laughs> mm. I'll give it to the first episode and then we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, mm, we yeah. shall see. We shall see. It looks fun. Um, Mike, Hello. what do you what do you reckon? Are you gonna are you gonna watch this? Are you interested at all? Well, um, I do have Stan. I mean, I don't mm. have Stan. I'm, I'm I'm piggybacking off my sister's account. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, my sister's family piggybacks off my um, Disney Plus account, so there you go. Yeah. So it's only fair. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, having a look at this, and yeah, the the sneak peek clip, exclusive clip that they that they put out uh, probably a month ago or so. Uh, yeah, it didn't really grab me. It's like, yeah, it's fighting and there's quips. It's like. It's, I need more. I need a trailer. And they got a trailer, and yeah, it's probably got me. <laughs> because it, uh, it's, it's right up my alley. It's funny. It's bloody. It's gory. <laughs> and it, it <laughs> and there's there's a couple of uh, comedians in it, so it's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and Will Arnett's just awesome voice. He he does he hmm. definitely has that particular voice, um, that's uh, quite fitting for for Batman and a horse. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I can't really say too much about it. It's uh, I I didn't play the game growing up, and I vaguely know it's essentially like you build cars and you drive cars. Something to that degree. Well, I'm trying you, to even remember. I'm trying to even remember it. Um, you, you played it. What? What was it, Kendall? <laughs> well, it's like I feel like it was just like a Thunderdome of like cars. Ah, uh, and like, you smash each other. Yeah, yeah. It's a vehicular combat video game. Oh, okay. So it sort of yeah. changed up a little bit. Yeah. And just added um, characters in it. Yeah, but I think the but um, Sweet Tooth the clown is in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember his face. He was yeah. on the cover, or yeah. his car was, had the same face that was on the cover. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, if um, I'm not expecting it to be gangbusters, I don't think this is going to be a, a category for for the Emmys. But it looks, yeah. like, it looks like a bit of fun. Hmm. And that's all that matters. Just needs a bit of, bit, bit of, of fun. dumb fun and and chuckles. Why not? Yeah, I love it. We need it. Yeah, so something passes by. Yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately, it won't be coming out until. Well, it's coming out pretty soon, actually. Um, <laughs> Twisted Metal will start airing um, here in Australia on Stan, and if you're in the states, it'll be on Peacock. Uh, on the 27th of July. Ah, so in the middle of the strike, so you can't watch it. Sorry. <laughs> can't watch it. No. Striked. Can't do it. No. Struck from the record. And there's no promotion about it. Sorry. No. Funnily enough, I was, I forgot to mention that there are going to be a little bit of promotion things because um, 
because sometimes uh, they film stuff like before the actual thing. So you may, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that with uh, some Oppenheimer stuff on on TikTok, where they're sort of uh, collaborating with different t- TikTokers and and they need to be released around about this time. So so there is contractually obligated scenarios for for um, actors that are promoting their stuff but not intentionally because it was all done before the strike so mm-hmm. so don't be confused uh, you don't th- they're not scabs it was just no they're, they're doing their contracts it's all contracted yes yeah it's already been done yeah and if people are saying oh why is millionaires going on strike well they want more money it's like no it's in solidarity for the people who aren't a list Hmm. It's for mm-hmm. everyone. It, exactly. They don't just cover like big name stars. They also ca- cover the people who can't afford to live. Yep. Thank you. And that was my TikTok. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right. That's Trailer Park. We're done. We're rolling on out. Mm. Which which means oh. it's time. I shouldn't have put this thing in my mouth. For the moment. Hold on for a sec. The segment. I hope you like, like MSAR. <laughs> ASMR. The section. Mmm. The part. Chocolate. The place. Mmm. The spot mm. in the show that we like to call. Sorry. <laughs> is it still a bit? I don't think so. <laughs> this is my cue to leave because I haven't watched this episode yet. A popcorn uh, culture. <laughs> I'm guessing that was Fulia. Yeah, it's a what Fulia? You haven't watched it. And she's a toad looking hiding behind a, a wall. <sighs> Fulia, Fulia, Fulia. <coughs> Ah, that's all right. Go watch it. And, uh, yeah, before you have to edit this podcast for us. That's right. We won't spoil it. We won't talk about it. Yeah, apparently Mike says we can't talk about it because of the strike. Oh, no, no, no. It was released before the strike, so we can talk about it. Oh, okay, okay. But next week's episode, oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. We don't want to be scabs. Um, don't want to be scabs. All right. Um, well, I'm going to just... I don't know if Fully is still in the chat, but we're just. I'm just going to start talking. Uh, you know, uh, she says, uh, you know I don't watch the episode until the day of recording, and she hasn't watched it. And there's more. I will definitely watch it before the editing this segment. Thank you, Fulia. Great. Thank you, uh, Fulia. Yes. Good night, Fulia. Sleep well. Dr- uh, Hope you... F- Hope you're feeling better. Yeah, have plenty of rest, Panadol, or whatever your um, means of pain. Self-care. Threshold stuff. Yes. What what do you... Have some medication. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. Spoilers. We're in spoiler territory. Spoilers for Secret Invasion. Yeah, Secret Invasion, episode four, Beloved. Um, cool. We're past the halfway mark now, kids, and uh, living our prayer. 
living on a fucking prayer. Um, this was an interesting episode. It was a shorter episode, uh, but a lot did happen within mm. uh, this time. Specifically, three major events that we're going to talk about. Um, but um, yes, uh, or maybe even four major events, I suppose. But uh, but yeah, it was a good one. You know, we've advanced the plot um, a little bit and there's been some reveals and there's been some confrontations and there's been some undeaths and and potential deaths. Real deaths. Real deaths, which I'm... If it's real, then I'm not happy. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. I'll and if it's real it. deaths, I called it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um I put it in the I put it in the universe. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Look, I didn't disagree with you, so I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, I just on the feels train. Um, yeah. So, but overall, it was yeah. This episode was I yeah. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I don't know where the show's going though now because every week um gravik seems to have a different plan i don't know if that's just me um i mean it's all things that are working towards the same goal and it's you know scrolls mm. taking over the world but it's um but yeah i just i don't know i don't know um and there was no olivia coleman this week so that's minus points um <laughs> <laughs> Minus points for that, but yeah, she's going to be in the next episode, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to talk uh, anymore about my overall thoughts because I'll start going into the episode proper. But Mike, what did you, what did you think overall of yeah. this one? Yeah, uh, definitely felt short. I uh, definitely felt that, but uh, it was evenly paced, I reckon. Uh, having yeah. said that. Um, and there, there's been plenty of development within the characters, and there, there mm-hmm. was a lot of themes, and a lot, you know, they, all the generic stuff. Uh, but it definitely feels like this is the end of of Act Two, and we're going to go full force into Act Three mm-hmm. of the actual overarching story of uh, uh, of the invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Gravik's um, plan is still taking over the world, just the means of getting there, of actually deliberately having having two nuclear powers going at each other, and that would be uh, what he did in this episode, is a clear mm-hmm. indication. Uh, mm. But it was foiled because... Uh, and um, I'm running into your your thing of actually talking about the episode, and overall, yeah, yeah and overall, the, this this uh, I'm not sure about this episode. Like, I like the fact that it was um, uh, it definitely felt like a singular episode within the story of of it, but mm-hmm. it left me feeling a bit hollow of where things are going to go. And mm. I do do say that I like the fact that I don't know where things are going, but now I don't really know what, where things are going because of yeah. the outcome of this particular episode. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I hope they don't misjudge landing and this is all for nothing. And then I'm going to yell and scream and blame Bob Iger. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't blame Kevin. He's just, no. he's just a simple man. <laughs> he's a simple man with a simple idea. Yeah, but overall, I, lo- I love the I love the the character work in this as well. So definitely a lot mm, of mm-hmm. good um, dialogue scenes between two characters. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm pretty. Uh, that's why I'm actually liking about this um, TV show at the moment is is the particular um, like every like di- dialogue scene has been has been like. Um, I'm trying to think of another word of saying good, but it was actually uh, profound in every scene. Like you can tell, hmm. uh, you, you can mention like which dialogue scene you're talking about. And it's like, ah, oh, I know that one. That was great. Like the yeah. like characters in between between characters and all that. It's like, and just the intersperse of of action. And I and I do I do enjoy that. Um, I do enjoy what this TV show is, uh, this particular Marvel TV show is doing uh, uh, differently to the other ones. is definitely a good dialogue scene, action and dialogue scene and pulling at the heartstrings and don't know who to trust and what to trust. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my thoughts. Great. Well, getting into the episode in terms of what actually happened, um... I, I mean, I knew Gaia wasn't dead. I mean, I think we all kind of knew she wasn't dead, but then some of us were also like, but she looked kind of very dead. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I didn't think, I didn't buy it. Um, what I don't like about it, though, yes. it felt like a bit of a cop-out. A little bit. Yeah. Um, especially considering, and I'm not, intentionally jumping ahead here to make a point but I kind of am three out of the four episodes have ended with the death of a character now Mm. Mm. Um, one of them definitely a permadeath one of them likely a permadeath but I'm waiting on confirmation and I will I will hold on to hope that they're not dead Um, and then now we have obviously Gaia Gaia's death was a fake out and I didn't really like the way it was they literally just did it as a means to show her like that she's got extremists in her now and she's, you know, and, and, and whatnot. Like, I just, I don't know. It just, it was unnecessary tension. Like, I mean, I, I, as someone who likes to write cliffhangers into her stuff myself, I, I can, I can definitely appreciate them doing that, but to immediately undo it, it just feels I don't know. I don't like. It's very baby. It's very. I don't. Mm. I don't like. I don't like doing that. Like I, in this one of the stories that I've written that I want to turn into a novel, I literally kill off a character at the end of it. Like at the end of the chapter, they die and then they stay dead. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. There's no ambiguity or room for you know. I don't. I don't like the idea of using it as a plot device to be like having stakes. Oh, wait. Yeah, like adding false stakes to a to a thing. So I don't know. It just didn't it didn't work for me. But I am I am glad she's still with us because yeah, I want more of her character and I want to see 
more of her and I want more depth to her and I do like Amelia Clark quite a bit so um I'm glad she's not dead I just I feel like they could have handled it better I don't know how did how did you how did you take it um yeah I think the ambiguity of this particular like um reverse death uh wasn't really worked out because if they put in something like I don't know um which which Star Trek is it? Uh, it's the one before Search for Spock. Rathacon, uh, where mm. where Spock uh, dies at the end, but not really. But they do add a little scene of he, him touching the face of um, uh, of Bones, saying "Remember," and and that's like their little jail, little get out of jail free card. Of if they if Leonard Nimoy wanted to come back because he was adamant that he didn't want to come back, <laughs> it's like no, I'll come back at the end of the next one, but I want to film it. <laughs> so so they they didn't really do anything like that, and I was thinking, well, maybe I can't remember in the previous episode if she did like touch the head of the, um, of of, of the British of the prime minister. Uh, well, it was sort of the British Prime Minister sort, sort of thing uh, to learn how to... Uh, yeah, it was a scientist uh, yeah. so, so, um, to find out how, how this stuff works. If they put that at the end of, end of it and then they do that, it's like, oh. And then people can work out, it's like, that's not really a death. Um, that would have been better. Yeah, it, probably something like that. Like, we needed to focus more on her character, like, throughout... To, to say she's sort of on Gravik's like uh, tail, like we do see her like going into the computer, but we, you needed something more to actually f- like she's working more things out. Of, and I don't know because they sort of dealt with the Stremis thing when Gravik got his hand punctured by this button knife. Yeah, it's yeah, it was. I don't know. I'm still yeah. It. it it felt like it. It definitely felt like a little bit of a cop out because mm. we we were being set up for this death, this death. There's there's more death in this, and having like a big name, <laughs> having a big name just there for a couple of couple of episodes, and oh, she's dead. And it's like oh, they're really doing that. Oh, this is this is not like your mum and pa's. Marvel stuff. This is this is stakes, and then they do that. And it's like, oh, okay, but then you know, and then they lead up with another death. That yeah, I sort of called that, and also uh, it needs to be permanent. I know, but I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it either because I really enjoyed his. I, I really enjoy the banter and the and the and the camaraderie. But um, meh, 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 meh. But. Meh. Well, we'll we'll talk about that when we get when we get to it. I want to save that for last. Sure. Um. <laughs> um. Yes. Well. Um. I mean, we. We could just probably, I, I don't know, you were talking about um, really good dialogue scenes and one of them was definitely the scene with Gaia and Talos um, meeting in the park and, you know, Talos trying to convince Gaia to see his side of it and what he's fighting for and what yeah. his 
you know, what his intentions are in terms of, you know, integrating the scrolls with, with the, you know, with humans and, and, you know, and, and she's, she's very harsh, um, in response, but she's not wrong. No. Um, like Talos is very idealistic and very like way too optimistic in terms of like, like, you know, Gravik kind of pointed that out last week, uh, in episode three to him, but I think, uh, the way Gaia did it this week was more close to the bone, I suppose, in terms of like what, you know, what's wrong with Talos's point of view. Like he's so, it's it's beautiful to see him so optimistic about this whole thing and about the possibility of the two races coexisting. Um, oh, even Nick Fury says it too, like in episode two, and he was like, "We can't even get along with each other, let alone." Mm. Uh, another race in the mix. So there's this hot, that's definitely one of the overarching themes, obviously of this show is like, you know, can these two species live together successfully? Um, and the fact that despite all graphics done to make scrolls, uh, really the, you know, obviously the enemy to humanity, um, is, you know, the fact he's done all of that. And, and Taylor is like, nah, mate, we can still, we can still, you know, have peace and live, live, live together. And, but, um, yeah. So it was just, it was bittersweet to see the, you know, father and daughter reunited and, you know, she's free from being under Gravik's eyes, you know, and now she's like, I can't do this because you're, (laughs) you're delusional essentially. Um, Yeah, it was very bittersweet. I know. How did you? Did you? Is this one of the scenes that you really like? It struck a chord with you, or? Um, well, I like the fact that um, it's one of those uh, combats of different political—not uh, really political, but uh, ideological ideas, as well as um, uh, as well as philosophies that they have, like. Uh, um, Talos um, has lived through this. He was an adult when they first come to Earth, and and Ga- and Gaia's what was a child, and she grew up not really having a home. And you can definitely see like the different um, ways that they've lived. And yeah, the the younger generation is saying, "Well, when is it going to be? You we, we've been promised this." for majority of my life and you said it'll come it'll come it's like when will it come and that's mm. why and that's why the sort of siding with gravic is more um more more appetizing because it is somewhat getting results but through the means of like death and destruction and murder and and now guy is pretty much homeless she can't go back she can't. She can't stay, and it, it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, journey that she's going to take in the last two episodes. Now, now that she knows that her father, well, she doesn't know yet, and and if we don't know that, um, he's going to die as well. So, yeah, it's going. To, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And to answer your question, um, yeah, this particular thing, uh, this particular. I know I I know I rave about about uh, about the uh, dialogue episode, uh, dialogue scenes, but this one uh, didn't really hit me in a way because I can um, as a father I'm not up to that bit yet. 
when I'm talking, mm-hmm. talking about life and and I don't know what I'm going to say, but no parent does. And you, you are trying to stri- strive for a better future for, for your future generation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you do have a certain stream of um, optimism because hope is all you have. And, unfortunately... The strive for hope is is what what gets you in the end. <laughs> it's not the despair; it's the hope that gets you. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very true. Um, well, one of the one of the kind of um, uh, parts of this episode that I found most fascinating and and interesting was obviously the um, the the development of uh, you know uh, Fury and and Vara slash Priscilla. Um, and their, you know, their scenes, obviously Fury, uh, spying on her, um, uh, <laughs> while she goes to talk to that thing that we will talk about next. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but, um, but yeah, um, I, I kind of liked the fact that, you know, we're spending more time with, with, uh, Priscilla again, uh, and we got another flashback, you know, just after the events of the Avengers, um, of the two of them meeting and, you know, you know, she quotes that lovely poem to him, though they quote it to each other. And, um, and then of course then comes back around, um, later on, I feel like they were, they were going for, it's, it's, I mean, there's kind of half a reason why I mentioned the, you know, love persevering thing in the intro is just because mm. I feel like they were trying to go for that kind of a profound thing but and it kind of works because I like it but it felt I don't know it didn't entirely land I think the way that they wanted it to I don't know if that's me being harsh or not but I mean I really appreciated it yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really beautiful but I don't think it worked especially because it was in a short episode and especially also because using the using the poem between the time you first hear it in the flashback and then when you hear it um in present day not a lot of time has passed um mm. so i i don't think it has that same impact as it would as if they were to do it at the start of the episode and then if the episode was like 50 plus minutes long and they do it at the end um i think that would have had more effect i guess um or if they didn't even do it in this episode or if it just gets mentioned here and then you do it later on um like yeah i don't know i don't think they'd earned that yet but Mm. but that's just me apart from that though i you know i i was really glad that um neither of them died i mean obviously fury wasn't gonna die but um i'm glad that he didn't kill his wife (laughs) um because yeah that sucks but i I I'm you know I I like their dynamic even more now now that they're on the same page everything's out in the open um you know Fury understands her a lot more than what he did um and she's you know also now out of um you know Gravik's influence um but she's put herself in the firing line um which you know is uh probably going to be okay for her uh, I think I don't know. I, I'm not sure if this show will kill her off or not, but um, no. 
it could go either way on that. But yeah, but no, I I enjoyed their scenes. I the the tension when they were sitting across the table from each other in in their house after you know they both or after she'd come back, um, I thought was really well played and and shot. Um, yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, what did you think, Mike, about the way that kind of all played out with the two of them? Yeah, um, I th- I think when you were talking about the love persevering thing, it's sort of it, this is sort of like the opposite to with uh, wonder and and um, vision and vision how they strive to be together, but with this one, uh, they decide well we can't do this anymore. I mean, we love each other, but we can't be together. It's just, mm. it's too dangerous and too much stuff is going around. And that's why I'm thinking they, they <laughs> did what they did of, of showing their love of, we, um, it's like, I, I need to kill you because of this. And I need to kill mm. you because of that. And they decided, no, um, we've had enough. No, no more. Especially for her, like the reason why she's uh, uh, the reason why she still has that face even throughout uh, being with uh, being with Nick, and he would hate me t- saying that um, <laughs> that that um, she's doing it for him, and that is that is the love that she ha- she has and still has had and still has with him and and that heartbreaking thing at the end of what they said uh, of what she said would you still love me if if i was if i if i was who i who i am and he doesn't say anything until it's like we'll never know it's like yeah he he knows (laughs) the answer is no (laughs) and she knows the answer is no so what we saw was a breakup in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And yeah, it's it's a shame that we've we've only met her for like like two episodes in a way and like at the back end of one of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it would it would be more interesting if we actually spent more time with them like maybe throughout the years. Maybe maybe she does um she does turn up in the last two episodes, but I, I see no reason why, like that sort of chapter is done. But it'd be interesting if they if they bring her back for something, like maybe I don't know I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what's the interesting bit is like they start they start a a, a storyline and then they finish it. But the overall storyline is you can't trust anyone. And that's why they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 fair. I also actually just remembered too, I the um the whole deal about um the fact that she she kept that face as well because of the woman like the actual real Priscilla mm. and how she prevent she was dying, she befriended her and then you know, she made her a promise to um, to three, live on. Three promises. Or three promise. Yeah, three promises. Um, yeah, yeah. That was. I really loved the way that played out. It was like, well, 
you know, bury me at sea, um, you know. Be a daughter to my to my parents. Be a daughter to, be a daughter to my parents and don't hurt Fury. Um, yeah, I really yeah, I really liked that. And she didn't go back on the promise. Great. So no, she didn't. She mm. didn't. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, all right. Um, let's talk about Scrody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, scrody. Scrody. Ah, uh, yeah. Scrody. Um, <laughs> scrody. <laughs> yes, basically, um, yeah, obviously confirmed. Um, uh, yeah, Rhodes, Rhodes is a scroll. Mm. Um, we don't know when it happened. Um, not yet, anyway. Uh, although I think the leading theory is the events of Civil War uh, when he was in the hospital recovering from his injuries. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I don't think we have any proof either way that it is or isn't that event. Um, it could have just happened in the five years um, after the, you know, the snap. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if we'll get that answered. We we might. I'm hoping we'll get a flashback or something next week of 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 it happening. But I we don't we don't really need it. I guess. Um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy to to see you know a character that we've loved for so long (laughs) be a bad guy um Don Cheadle looked like he was having a lot of fun like I I, that scene in the um in the church with Priscilla especially I thought was some of the dialogue he was saying and the way he was acting I was like oh this is oh this is a bad guy roadie um (laughs) this is interesting that's not Um, like him (laughs) no or her or her, I know. That's the crazy thing. The scroll that's impersonating Rhodey is a female scroll, um, which I, you know, sure, why not? It doesn't clearly doesn't matter. We saw Talos, uh, you know, pretend to be a woman um, a couple episodes ago, so it's you know not out of the realms of possibility. Um, I don't. I imagine gender doesn't really matter too much to scrolls. No. But um, but yeah, I I thought that was that was a nice little touch. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, Rhodey's a scroll and, uh, Nick Fury totally knows. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious as fuck, obviously, mm. um, that, that he knows Rhodey's a scroll. He's probably known since that meeting that they had in yeah. the, um, when he called him Nick <laughs> and he called him Nick. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, you know. I really, I really, yeah, I really like the scene. All, all the scenes with Rhodey in this episode were great. Like whether they were entertaining, just for the fact that, like, you know, he drank too much of that bourbon. Apparently, and the president was like, "You smell, get lost." <laughs> um, um, to him, just you know, sitting casually in in his SUV when shit is going down. Um, to you know, his banter with Fury um, as well. It's just, yeah, he, he had some really great scenes. I think Don Cheadle did a great job as usual. Um, but it's just, yeah, I want to know. I do want to know mm. <laughs> what happened. Where, where is our roadie? Uh, what's going on there? Uh, will he be saved? I mean, armor wars is a thing, so I would say yes, but, um, yeah, it's interesting, interesting, um, interesting development. So yeah. Um, how are you feeling about it, Mike? Um, interesting. Um, <laughs> so 
yeah, it, it's kind of weird that we sort of called it because of the phone, phone call. And yeah. We know, and we know his voice. And yeah, because it could have just been someone impersonating his voice, right? Yeah. Which I thought about after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> but still. But still. Big, um, big, uh, big smoking gun. And, mm. and how it definitely feels like... I think it feels like it doesn't really matter when. It's just for this particular TV show, Rhodey is a scroll. Um, I'm sure they'll probably explain it when, when, but it, out of the story, it probably doesn't really matter. Because I think uh, no, it's, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about Rody being a scroll. Mm, that's Cause, fair. Because it kind of fits within, like, um, because of the infiltration of uh, different governments. There should be there there should be one with the Americas because they're because um, Skrillex, um, Gravik, <laughs> Gravik is trying to put the um, the. Ra- Russians and the Americans against each other. It just makes sense that that they need someone in America. So it it I think it really depends on when when they sort of when Gravik sort of started, and I think it probably is during the blip. And yeah, did yeah. So he might have been a scroll in Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Hmm. All the way back. Then. Maybe all the way back then. Yeah. Yep. And probably after um uh Yeah, probably after Endgame cuz yeah. Oh, uh, no, nah, I don't want to no. Imagine <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm imagining that he hasn't been around for a while and he doesn't know that Tony's dead and it's like ah, oh, that would be a very interesting episode of Arm Wars of him relearning shit. Oh God! As a writer, that that Ooh. brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> but as a viewer, it's like I don't want that. <laughs> no, that's juicy as fuck. But, yeah. Um, but devastating. Oh God! Like it, it'll be like as if the whole thing was, you know. Obviously, we got a taste of that in um, Hawkeye with Yelena coming back and not realizing that Natasha was dead. But that's different to this, obviously. Yeah. This is gonna. This is probably gonna be worse. And he still can't walk. <sighs> oh God. Mm. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, if they do, oh, I can't. I can't handle it. Wow. If I can. They... Did they still need writers for the arm wars? Yeah, literally, Michael. Jesus. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I mind scabbing. <laughs> I'm a scab. <laughs> You're a scab. You, you're not part of the WGA. You can do this. <laughs> I'm not even part of Aqua's Equity. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Anyway. anyway um, Next segment? Holy fuck. Huh? Next segment? Shall we move on? <laughs> to something even more dark? Something even more dark? Oh. Um, yeah, well, I suppose the only other thing... To, uh, to talk about is the, the you know the the ending of the episode the climax of the episode which involves 
uh, you know, Gravik and his uh, men um, attacking, uh, impersonating Russians and attacking the ca- uh, the cavalcade of uh, the president um, as he's being transported from he- from Air Force One. Um, yeah, on the UK big... soil. So on new on, on yeah, exactly on UK soil. It's intense. It's not the first um, time the Russians have tried to kill someone on UK soil. <laughs> No. <laughs> Quite recently. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, real real life. Um, who needs it? Who needs it? <laughs> Boy, uh, isn't that ever true? Um, anyway, uh, yes, so we have this big fight, um, obviously, between between Gravik and his his goons and, um, you know, the Secret Service and, and uh, the President being involved and there's choppers going around and Fury and Talos are on the tail of um, of um, Rhodey because um, obviously he's snuck in a, some nano trackers or whatever into the bourbon that he drank. Um, <laughs> so, so that's how they were, <laughs> that's how they were able to, you know, they knew where he was. Um, Which he actually then, mentioned to Rhodey. I know, and he still drank it. <laughs> uh, Scrooge is not intelligent. Um, so yeah, obviously, I think they were yeah they were trying to f- track Rody down, but then ended up getting in the middle of this firefight um, and saving the president and 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 all this. And we get to see Gravik using his Groot powers that you know that shot from the trailer mm. um, that we've we've seen. So we know that he's yeah he's got that in his system as well. He doesn't just have extremists. Um, uh, so he's becoming a super scroll. Um, I think he yeah. is super scroll. He is super scroll. Um, and yeah, uh, the, apparently the I read something about the the. A lot of the action in this, a lot of the stunts was all practical. Like there was probably some CGI stuff with the copters and whatnot, but it was all practical effects. The yeah. stuff they did on the stuff they did on the ground, which is pretty impressive because it it looked really great. It and was the way it, it was yeah. good. It was yeah. like one of my favorite favorite ones for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like this is very this is very um choreographed. Like set piece is like it's amazing. Um, it's, yeah. And having said that, it's like yeah, I definitely do feel the sort of everything. Like everyone's getting blown, like uh, like blown to safety. Like every everything is great. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very well executed, very well done. The way that they they staged it and carried it out. Um, it was intense as all hell. Um, and it was good to see Fury getting involved, Fury and Talos getting involved, um, considering, you know, what's going on, um, with, you know, Fury after what happened in Russia, um, and, you know, see them fighting on the side, the, the right side of the thing. Um, yeah, and then things go very bad for us because... Mm-hmm. It looks, it looks like, um, it looks like Talos is dead, <laughs> and I'm not okay. I've been in denial since Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been in denial. I, I mean, yeah, we've hinted at it this whole episode. Michael we did call that this was going to happen, and I definitely had a feeling you were right. 
Uh, I didn't think it would happen in this episode, which is part of, th- part of the reason I'm letting my denial take hold, because I'm like, it's only episode four. Surely not. Um, but, yeah, it, it was very intense the way it all kind of played out with first him getting shot and then I kind of like the effect of... Yeah, slowly turning. <laughs> yeah, him not being able to hold on to his, you know, Ben Mendelsohn visage. Because uh, he was slowly dying. Uh, um anyway and but the fact that you know they got to see a scroll a scroll save the president Mm. i think that's gonna come back and mean something oh yeah um he's gonna be a martyr yeah yeah sadly um because then yeah we know we we right right before we we wrap things up we get this confrontation with gravik and he yeah he kills Talos essentially, um, but Talos doesn't die straight away. At least it looks like. Um, but he obviously doesn't. Things don't look good. But Fury's reaction was just gut wrenching, and the fact that he had to choose between potentially saving Talos and saving the president, which is obviously the more important thing in this scenario, he chose to save the president. And he had to leave Talos on the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Torture. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was very well done. This whole... I've, I've said it a couple of times already, but this whole sequence at the end was just... It was non-stop guns blazing, tension, drama, action, uh, grief. It was just done... Really, really well. Probably better than the Maria Hill uh, of it all that happened mm. in the first episode, I would say. Um, not that I had any problem with that, because I didn't really. But um, Except for the fact that she's dead, which sucks. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm holding on to hope that he's still alive. Because, you know, the show did make a point, obviously, last week to just show us that when scrolls die, they revert back into their natural... F- state the natural form what they actually look like talos was already in his scroll form Hmm. when he died so we don't know but then you get a pretty good close-up shot of him lying there not moving at all not even breathing i was like studying his chest going like is it moving is it moving is it moving (laughs) and it doesn't look like it's moving so yeah i'm sad (laughs) (laughs) because the as I've said previously, the dyna- the dynamic between Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel L. Jackson has been my favourite thing about this show, and if that's all we're getting, I'm very upset about it. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, that guy needs uh, needs a a push. You know. Yeah, this is the this is gonna this is push actually by, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is basically her parents have been fridged. Um, <laughs> Well, just uh, like any other fucking superhero. Yeah, this is her superhero origin story. Her I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. Killed. I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what her reaction will be. Um, but I can imagine it's going to whip her into gear pretty freaking quickly. Um, and she might even play a big a big part of making sure the world knows that he didn't die for nothing that he was on the right side of the fight and all of that so yeah 
oh god it's, yeah it's it, it's these series it's these series of, of movies and television shows of um making way for the younger generation mm-hmm. and it's the same for here it's it, it's guy who who would be now um the only person who could actually take on uh graphic because mm. super soul super soul super scrolls going at each other you can imagine that boss fight. So mm-hmm. it's going to lead to that, I reckon. You killed my father. No, I am your father. Haha. Star Wars. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Haha. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, it sucks. But that's great storytelling. And it's not going to. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it, there's definitely going to be casualties to this, and he 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 will be sorely missed. The only Australian accent, even though it was a little bit jarring, still is. Uh, he he will be missed. Yeah, he will. Mm. Very much. Can't really add too much. It's like, oh yeah. When I saw it, it's like, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I've got a very cynical mind. Oh, the you're sa- fine. The same as the um same as the reason why I know Nick knew <laughs> he was a scroll because no human's going to help help an alien. <laughs> cuz my fir- yeah, my first thought was like how does he know? Oh yeah, humans suck. <laughs> humans definitely suck. Unless Nick has been with Scrolls for so long, he he can see the signs, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Have I asked something? I can't remember. I'm not sure. What's the talking point at the moment? <laughs> that one, we're one talking our, about. Yeah, one of our favorite characters is dead now. Yep. Yeah. 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 Can't wait for the conclusion. <laughs> it just left me hollow. <sighs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. But I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the final two episodes. Um, same. Same. I, I, yeah. I do hope the show sticks the landing, though. I really hope it goes out strong. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm not holding my breath on that. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Not what necessarily happens? a huge bang. Mm. Just you know, who knows? The eradication of an entire entire species, except for, <laughs> except for Gaia. I think she's probably going to be the last scroll standing. Maybe I don't know. Uh, very cynical today. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> this is a this is a cynical show. Mm, mm. Espionage. Exactly. Mm. Geopolitical almost. Geopolitical. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it uh, amazing that between Oppenheimer and Barbie, Barbie has been more geopolitical problematic than than Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Quite it's quite amusing. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
Very, very funny. Very, very funny. Um, all right. Well, I don't really have anything else to say on the episode. Uh, Same. Is there anything? Yeah, you're you're good. We're done. Yeah, I'm good. It was it was a nice self-contained episode. Left left me wanting more, but dreaded of what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Be yep. Ho- hopefully it's not going to be a huge CG boss fight at the end. I really hope not, but I feel like that's what it's going to be. I think it's just going to be a little bit of that on the side, and it's going to be other stuff. I think. Let's yeah. hope so. Hopefully, it, it will be a ticking clock bomb, and they have to defuse a it. A ticking clock bomb. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, see the sweat. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Because it's bombs. So much bomb. Mm. I think I may have so called much. it. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Well, I've, <laughs> I, I wrote this show. Don't you know? You, oh, yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. I wrote this show. Don't you know? <laughs> Alrighty. I think that'll do uh, for us here. Um, our thoughts on episode four of Secret Invasion. Beloved. Yes. Yes. Um, awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed because that's the show. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Sorry. We're done. That's it. For another week. That's all she wrote mm. in the run sheet. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Um, cool. All right. Well, without further ado. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yes, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and threads, maybe, yeah. for, <laughs> for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can go go out and find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the Freddy Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com slash Productions. And if you're on Twitch at the moment, you can follow us and you can ring that bell icon if you're on the YouTubes to keep yourself updated with all the videos that we're doing, especially this one that we're doing right now. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been the Skrillex scroll, Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you, you just, just experienced, experienced a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Yes. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and solidarity forever. Solidarity to ever. Yes. Go fuck yourself. Bye bye. Go. <laughs> and says love you, wretched. Hide of a scum and villainy. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Latest games. Thank you, thank you. <coughs> Look after yourself and your mental health. And yes. And see. see.